Welcome to the Daring DVM podcast, the veterinary podcast that teaches you how to use psychology, coaching, and your doctor brain to rewire your mind and get what you want in life. If your life is not what you had imagined it would look like 10 years ago, and you're desperately looking for ways to make it how you thought it would be, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Amy Grimm, Certified Veterinary Life Coach, Goal-Getting Girl, and Life Work Alignment Pro. Hello, my little perfectionists. How are you all doing today? Are you stressed? Anxious? Worried about not achieving your goals? Are you fantasizing about all your plans and New Year's resolutions for you and your best year yet? Are you still procrastinating? Are you imagining yourself in your ideal job or in your ideal body or in your ideal relationship, yet not taking action to go after what you want because deep down you believe that if you never really try, you can't possibly fail? Because a failure would suggest imperfection. And that'd be crazy, right? That's okay. I see you and I still love you. Which is why this episode is just for you. Today we are talking about creating a minimum baseline, which is a tool to help you overcome the perfectionistic tendencies that hold you back. We touched on it in a previous episode on perfectionism, and today I want to go a little bit deeper and give you more detail and expand on the concept. So welcome to episode number 36 of the Daring DVM podcast, where we talk all about gaining the most by doing the least. Before we start, here's my friendly reminder to please subscribe, rate, or review and share this podcast. It really helps me with the algorithm, and it makes it easy for other people to find the podcast. I so appreciate it. Okay, so here's the idea of the minimum baseline. It's a pretty simple concept, but if you really internalize it and apply it to your life, it will change everything for you. Perfectionism tells you that you need to be able to do everything all at once and do it perfectly. And the minimum baseline tells you that you need to choose one thing at a time and just do it a little bit consistently. The minimum baseline is an amazing tool to help you with your planning and execution. The thing is, when somebody has perfectionist tendencies, they typically tend to make totally unrealistic fantasy plans and then never keep them. When you do this, you lose trust in yourself and your ability to rely on yourself. Your brain will drive you mad making unrealistic plans for this ideal world that you cannot possibly keep. And when you inevitably don't keep your unrealistic plans, you lose integrity with yourself and the vision itself just becomes more and more abstract. And eventually it just lives as a fantasy in your head rather than being an actual plan that you are working on. When you make unrealistic plans and you don't keep them, you are training your brain to make more unrealistic plans that are only theoretical. And a lot of the times you know beforehand that you're not actually gonna follow through, but in making them, you get a small break from your self-critical thought about you not doing enough or not being enough. So it's a nice little escape and a dopamine hit 
But the problem is you end up feeling worse on the back end because your plans are so unrealistic that you don't follow through, therefore proving to yourself that you are not good enough or doing enough to achieve your goals in the first place. That is the tragedy of our brain's confirmation bias. It is always going to work hard to prove our current thinking true. The thing is, when you base your worth and place your self-esteem on things external to you, you're making it impossible for yourself to succeed. When you base whether you are good enough or doing well enough on your work calendar or the number of fun activities you have planned for the month or your exercise routine or your eating plan or the number of dates you have lined up, you will never succeed because all of these things are external to your inherent worth. When you place your self-esteem and worth on these things, then the subconscious message is that they have to be perfect and work out perfectly in order for you to feel okay about yourself because deep down, you're a perfectionist. And spoiler alert, humans are not perfect. We have never been perfect and we will never be perfect. So when you make some idealistic fantasy perfect plan and you inevitably cannot stick to it, then you end up judging yourself and speaking negatively to yourself and making yourself feel terrible. And then you try to create a new plan to feel better about yourself. And maybe you tell yourself that you will start next week or next month or when the time is right or when your schedule is less hectic. And the cycle continues. And every time you don't follow through on your plan, you sabotage your relationship with yourself and your own ability to make and keep commitments. And then your brain uses this as more evidence that you are someone who lacks discipline or is somehow incapable or not good enough to achieve your goals. But this is not true. You are just misunderstanding why you cannot stick to your plan. You do not have a problem with discipline. You do not have a problem with capability. You do not have a problem with intelligence or drive or skill. You're a freaking doctor, a badass vet. Your only problem is that you are placing your self-worth on your plan. So the first thing that you need to do is separate your self-worth from any plan that you make. Your self-worth cannot depend on how many patients you see in a day, or whether you complete all of your callbacks before closing, or how much work you get done around the house, or how much you work out, or what your eating plan is, or anything else. If you struggle with this part, then check out some of the earlier episodes on success and happiness and how to set goals when working with perfectionism. I would also encourage you to work on your self-coaching and to do thought downloads about this so that you can see what your brain is telling you behind the scenes. A lot of people, when they do this work, didn't ever think that they were perfectionists, but realize, oh, hey, wait a minute, actually, I do have a lot of these tendencies. And if you want further support, feel free to shoot me an email or head on over to Instagram and DM me. I am always happy to help and to answer your questions. Once you have worked on separating yourself from your plan and from your results, you will feel so much more confident and capable to go after your goals and to create the life that you truly desire to live. And one of the tools that will help you do this is learning how to use the minimum baseline. Now I'm going to warn you up front that you are probably not going to like this tool. It is an uninspiring and boring tool. You will not get the big dopamine rush that you typically get 
from imagining your perfect pretend self in your perfect pretend life with your perfect pretend partner, working your perfect pretend job and following your perfect pretend diet and exercise plan and going on your perfect pretend vacation and just being so perfectly perfect that everybody else around you wants to vomit. That is not how the minimum baseline works. The minimum baseline is going to seem boring and uninspiring and pointless. But don't let your brain trick you into believing this. Do not let its simplicity trick you into believing that it is not powerful. Because the minimum baseline is actually how you are going to build real, sustainable, long-lasting habits and develop your self-worth and integrity and confidence. It is how you develop the kind of relationship with yourself where you have your own back. You know that when you say you will do something, you will actually do it. Because the truth is, when you want anything in life, you do not get there with overly ambitious, idealistic, perfect plans. You get there little by little, one tiny, boring step at a time. You have to build trust with yourself first. You do this through all the little ways that you show up for yourself over time. Small consistent actions over time are what build any kind of relationship, including your relationship with yourself. Think about building a relationship with somebody else. If you met somebody new and they immediately told you that you are the best thing that's ever happened to them and they declare their immediate undying love for you and tell you about the perfect future that you're going to have together, living the perfect life together, you'd be like, what the fuck? This person is really weird and is being kind of creepy. This person is coming on way too strong and I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. But what if you met a new person and instead you chat and get to know each other? You make plans to do small things together, like take the dogs for a walk, or maybe meet up for coffee, or go grab a beer, or go on a hike together, maybe check out a movie. And you find yourself making more time for this person and these types of activities. This is how you build a relationship, regardless of whether this is going to be a friendship or a romantic one. It all starts with small consistent actions, like texting each other and texting each other back and sending stupid memes or chatting on the phone and doing activities together in person. This is the exact same plan you need to build trust with yourself. You cannot show up to yourself with all of these perfect idealistic fantasies and expect you and your brain to get on board and go and achieve them in the most perfectly perfect way possible. Instead, you're going to start with your basic minimum baseline and build on that over time. So whatever area of your life you are working on, your minimum baseline should be the absolute smallest commitment that you can make that you know you can actually follow through on. This should feel so absolutely doable that your brain will tell you it is too easy. It will tell you that this is too simple or too easy to work and that it is stupid and pointless. That is how you know your minimum baseline is small enough. You will need to practice a lot of self-coaching with this because your brain is going to try to trick you into wanting to do more or creating a bigger, better plan or changing in some way that makes you feel better about it. So you will have to manage your mind and clean up your thinking to do this. And if you look at your minimum baseline and you feel that familiar secret knowledge coming on that you're never actually going to do it, then you really need to focus on not what it is that you would like to do, 
but what is it that you can actually see yourself doing? So for example, if you would like to run a half marathon, your minimum baseline might look like taking a 20-minute walk three times per week or going on a 10-minute run three times a week. And your perfect brain is not going to like this because it's going to seem too easy and boring and pointless. But the truth is, it's not. If you're somebody who has never run a half marathon and typically does not do any running at all, then if you actually did a short walk three times a week consistently, you would be doing way more for yourself in building your self-trust and integrity to follow through, as well as doing more for your body and overall health than you would be if you instead made idealistic plans to run two miles every day and get yourself a gym membership and sign up for a training class and do it every single day for a week and then stop because it's too much and then not do anything again for several months before you eventually decide to make another go of it and start the cycle all over again. This is the exact same thing for when you want to change your eating habits or if you want to become more proficient at something or maybe you're starting a new in-home euthanasia business or working on becoming a mobile vet or writing a book about your experiences as a doctor or writing a journal article for publication, or making any type of new plan or goal for your life. The point of creating a minimum baseline is not to get the result that you desire. It is about building consistent habits and trust with yourself. When you do this, you will get results over time, no matter what it is you're working on. But if all you do is focus on the results, then your brain will try to tell you that in order to get the result, you have to make a perfect plan, which you'll inevitably not follow through on. This is a great way that our survival brain likes to trick us into staying in the cave and only doing things that are safe and easy and not pushing ourselves to become better versions of ourselves. So don't focus on your end result. Turn your focus to the relationship that you are building with yourself. When you focus on doing these small actions consistently, you will build the habit and the routine that you want to have, and you will improve your relationship to you. Our small day-to-day -day actions are what create our success over time. It's not about big fancy actions occasionally. It is about little bits of consistency every single day. If you're somebody who has previously achieved success through bigger, more exciting actions, you may notice that eventually there comes a point in your life where your success begins to plateau, or maybe you feel stuck or you don't have the energy for it anymore. And if you feel yourself becoming stuck like this, it's usually because you have stopped taking the small consistent actions that were actually the things that were creating your success in the first place. You just didn't realize it at the time because you were so enamored with the bigger actions and the dopamine hits that came along with it. For those of you who are new to coaching, I would encourage you to implement the minimum baseline in developing your self-coaching practice. Instead of trying to sit down for an hour each morning and do a complete thought download and check in with yourself and create plans on what you want to do, just start out with 5 to 10 minutes of thought work each day. That's it. Just 5 to 10 minutes. And it can just be a thought download where you notice and write down what you're thinking. You don't have to analyze the thoughts or run them through the self-coaching model. You can just start with writing them down each day. Imagine if you did this every day for a month, for six months, for a year. You would become such a different person. When you start becoming aware of your thinking, your whole day starts to shift and become different. 
you make different decisions. You show up differently and think differently and feel differently about yourself. You take different actions. Your whole life would change. And this is just by starting with the simple action of creating awareness by writing down your thinking for 5 to 10 minutes a day. Now, a common pitfall here is that instead of attributing your change and success to the small consistent action of doing a thought download each day, your brain will try to link your success or progress to the physical actions that you took and what you achieved. And you will think that because you are now so much better than you were six months ago and you're doing so much better in life, that you no longer need to do your 10 minutes of self-coaching and thought work. So you'll gradually start doing other things instead and your progress will falter and you won't understand what's happening to you. You'll wonder why you were doing so well, but now you're procrastinating again. You'll start to think that maybe you weren't as good as you thought you were. You'll wonder why you've stalled out. And really all that's happened is you stopped your small daily practice of doing a thought download which was actually the fuel behind the rest of your actions and success. Instead of building your fire of success by starting with the kindling and small pieces of wood and gradually adding more and more to the fire, you instead got rid of it all and ran around with a match trying to set wet logs on fire. It doesn't work like that. So if you notice that you have reached a plateau in your life, Get curious with what were the small consistent actions that you were taking previously that you maybe no longer thought were important or necessary, because those are the things that were actually lighting your fire. The final point I'll make about the minimum baseline is that you want to start with just one area of your life. Our brains will try to tell us to apply this concept to everything all at once. But this will only lead you to self-sabotage because doing too much at once is overwhelming and it can make it way harder to prioritize and to get everything done. Pick one thing to work on at a time. It can be as simple as creating a movement routine, taking one small step to build your business each day, writing just one page of your memoir each day, going to bed just 15 minutes earlier to get more sleep. Whatever it is, just pick one thing to work on and do this one thing until it becomes as easy and as habitual as brushing your teeth. Once it becomes a habit, then you can add in more. But don't go too fast and change things too soon. Because you can easily spend a year trying to change everything in your life all at once and being super committed and going all in for a period of time and then just falling off the wagon and inevitably ending up in the same place as before. And you'll keep going through these cycles and by the end of the year you still won't have any consistent routines and you will not have made any consistent change or progress. If you instead just picked one minimum baseline to work on per quarter, like you spent three months working on just one small thing until it becomes habit and then another three months adding a new small thing, and then another three months adding a new small thing, and then in the final quarter adding a new small thing, you'd have four very solid, sustainable, doable habits by the end of the year. And these four small, consistent practices would be fueling so many bigger actions and changes in your life. So really think about that. 
The minimum baseline seems small and boring, but it is actually so powerful and it is a huge catalyst for change. If you try to train for your half marathon and write your book and start your new business and find that partner you've been looking for and finally learn Spanish all at once, then you're going to get overwhelmed very quickly. This is one of the reasons that New Year's resolutions fail for so many people, because they are trying to make too many changes all at once. So we make our resolutions and we work on our plans for a week or a month, and then over the next few months, it just kind of falls apart. And you'll stop and start and stop and start and stop and start all over and over again. And at the end of the year, you will probably not see the kind of change that you were hoping for at the beginning of the year. But if you instead just picked one thing to focus on each quarter, like for the first three months of the year, you are going to focus on adding movement to your day and building a consistent walking and running routine. Then by the second quarter, you would have that figured out. And now you can increase your distance or time spent running. And then as you get ready to complete your first half marathon, now you turn your attention to focus more on learning Spanish. And as you create consistent routine here, then for the third quarter, you decide what small consistent action you're going to add next. This is how you slowly and sustainably build a life of your dreams. But your brain is going to try to tell you that this is too simple and that it's far more exciting to try to do everything all at once. So don't fall for its bullshit. If you focus on your minimum baseline instead, then by the end of each round, you would have those habits ingrained. One minimum baseline makes the next one more achievable, and it removes it from your desire to be ideal and perfect, and instead moves it toward commitment and showing up for yourself and following through no matter what. Small consistent actions over time are what create massive action and ultimately create your results. So using the tool of the minimum baseline will change everything. Okay, my friends, I hope you find the minimum baseline tool useful and you start implementing it into your life today. I promise you, you will build so much trust and confidence in yourself and you will see how everything that you dream of creating is actually all possible. One tiny, small, boring ass step at a time. I would love to hear what are the small consistent actions you plan on taking towards your big dreams. You can do this by leaving me a comment here or on Instagram or send me an email at vetcoach at daringdvm.com. I always love hearing from you and supporting you on your journey because I love who you are, and even more than that, I love who you're becoming. Dare to dream. If you love what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come coach with me in my Daring DVM coaching program. It's where you get individual help applying these concepts to your own life. This is where we address your challenges, crush your goals, and create your dream life. It's where I help other veterinarians who are struggling just like I once was to create and cultivate their dream life too. Helping you is my favorite thing to do 
and it will change your life. I guarantee it. Come coach with me at www.daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. That's daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. I cannot wait to meet you. Dare to dream.